0: Hey everyone, welcome to Scribe Book School, where you're gonna learn everything you need to know about how to write, publish, and market your book. Have you ever thought about writing a memoir? Sharing a story from your life, or multiple stories from your life. Maybe you want to let go of these past experiences so you can move on. Or maybe you wanna help someone who's going through a similar situation. Well, before you start writing, you need to know if you should do it in the first place. And that's what this episode is all about. Tucker is going to walk you through the critical questions you need to ask yourself before you decide to write your memoir.
1: There's one big question that you've got to address before you start uh, writing. What do I do with my memoir when I'm done with it? Writing a memoir is hard. But most people, when they think about writing a memoir, (laughs) they look like Fry from Futurama. What if my family reads this, right? Uh, Or they just pretend it doesn't exist. You know, I wrote about my family, but I'm sure everything will be fine or whatever. And what this does is this ends up stopping people from writing their memoir or it stops them from being honest in their memoir, both of which are um, suboptimal outcomes, things you don't want right so let's talk real quick before we even get into anything about your memoir about how to use it so there's four ways to use a memoir the first option uh is to write it for yourself and shove it in a drawer never show it to anyone now i'm not saying you have to do that but that is an option there are a lot of books that are sitting in drawers somewhere i'll give you a really good example the Girl with a, with the Dragon Tattoo. You guys remember that book? That sold like 20 million copies. It's a detective fiction, right? Do you know that it was a Swedish, pretty sure it's Swedish. Might be Norwegian. I'm pretty sure it's Swedish though. Uh, he was a journalist. He wrote that book and then like the other three in the series. He wrote those uh, himself, thought that they sucked and put them in a drawer. Died. His family found them thought they were pretty good, got them to a book agent, sold tens of millions of copies. <laughs> so, don't, There are. there is a long, uh, and uh, I'll give you another example, For, uh, 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 Kafka, like one of the, uh, Franz Kafka, one of the most famous writers in world history, uh, wrote, never published anything, told his executor to burn all his papers. Thank God he didn't. Emily Dickinson never published anything, shoved it all in a drawer. I go down the list. There is a long history of people writing brilliance and shoving it in a drawer. I'm not saying to do that, but I'm saying that is an option. Second option, you can finish it and print less than 10 copies, right? Like the way printing and publishing works now, it's really easy to do print on demand and print like 10 copies and then you have your three and then you give each seven people one and that's it. No electronic copies that you know exactly who has a copy and no one else sees it. Totally possible. Or an extension of that is you can print a bunch more copies, like maybe 50 or 100. You want everyone, your family to see it, but you don't want the world to see it, right? Totally possible. Very easy to do. Or of course, there's option four. You publish it, release it to the world, send it out like all these books. It's like a real book. Right, so now you don't need to decide what you're going to do right now. And in fact, I'm going to make a recommendation to you that might seem a little weird, but I think you'll probably get it once I explain it. I think you should pick option one, but just for now, not permanently, right? Because by choosing option one for now, you uh, uh, option one is where you write it for yourself. You know, you shove it into a drawer. You don't show it to anyone. It allows you to write as if no one's ever going to read it. Right, And what, so you're letting go of every fear that comes from writing a memoir. So let's actually go through all the fears. I tell you that because we hear them all the time. Every single fear, I think, from writing a memoir is covered on here. Wait till I'm done. If you can think of one that's not on here, I'll be impressed. The big one is family issues. Oh, God, what if my family reads this? What will they say? What will they think, et cetera? Doesn't matter. They're not going to read it. At least the first draft, right? Doesn't matter. Or legal issues. Will I get sued for saying this? Now, make no mistake, publishing a memoir can create real legal issues. Ask me how I know. I've been sued three fucking times, right? I won all three cases, thank God, because in America, truth is still a defense to libel, uh, and I always told the truth. But still, going through legal issues sucks, man. I had my first deposition like six months ago, four months ago. It wasn't as bad as I thought. But it's still unfun. Right? Third, facts versus truth. A lot of people get obsessed with, oh, is what I'm writing factually correct? It doesn't doesn't matter right now. You can worry about facts later. If you're writing it for yourself, all that matters is getting your truth down. Fourth one is memory. Am I remembering this correctly? Is this how it actually happened? I get it. But all that matters right now is your memory of your experiences, not what actually happened. And by the way, unless you're God Uh, like we were talking about earlier, and not the dude in Tucson. Unless you're actual God, uh, you you don't have, no one has a a perfect memory. I wouldn't sweat this too much, but I can understand stressing about it. Fifth uh, uh, fear is publishing. How do I get a publishing deal? Not important. Not worried about it right now. You'll deal with that later. Six is audience. Who's going to read this? For this version? No one's going to read it except you. That's it. So it's like, oh, shit, all the pressure's gone. I'm the only one who's going to read it. Marketing and sales. Who's going to buy it? How do I sell copies? Do I need a website? What about Facebook? Stop it. Let all that shit go. You're not going to need any of it. For right now, this is only about putting your truth down. Or writing. I don't feel like I'm good enough at writing. Who cares? Doesn't matter. The only point is to write your truth. You're the only one who's going to read it. Judgment what if my book sucks and people judge me (laughs) i mean god knows you're gonna get judged if you write a book even if it's almost all good it's still judgment right doesn't matter uh they can't actually they can't judge you you're if you're writing for only you and, and and never showing it to anyone you can't be judged for now right selfishness this is a big one we get is it selfish to write about my life? A lot of people think this, right? Well, I, I, I'm going to tell you right now, writing your truth is a form of self-care, right? I, I, I don't, I'm absolute believer that if you don't care about your own life, who will, right? I, this is not, the only people who call self-care selfish are narcissists uh, and sociopaths trying to control you. Fuck those people. That's why I'm going to tell you to write as if no one will ever read it then you can change your mind after you're done. Right? Does this make sense? Now, look, I'll tell you, I'm going to tell you this too. We're going to talk about this in editing as well. The advice for memoir is write for yourself, edit for your reader. You can write for yourself without ever having to worry about anything else. And then when you're done writing for yourself, you are going to be a different person. You will have a whole new perspective on your life. A lot of things you're worried about now will either become obvious like, yeah, that's a big deal. I need to not talk about that. Or you'll realize it's not a fear at all or something else. A lot of unanswered questions in your head will become answered. And then you can make a publishing decision from a position of information as opposed to ambiguity. Does that make sense? All right, cool. Let's take questions right now. Cause I know this is a big, uh, this is a big issue. So let's go ahead and and, and dive in. If you're going to ask questions, uh, you can, uh, yeah, you, Emily, you got the Q and A, right? Please put mm-hmm. them all in Q and A. And then Emily will, uh, I'm a delicate genius, I can't see bad questions, I just freak out. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs>
2: he really does freak out at the list of questions, I have to feed
1: them to him. Sometimes, it's
2: good. <laughs> um, while we wait for folks to submit questions in the QA, I did think of one fear that I, is not assuaged by uh writing your book only for yourself, which is encountering emotions that I don't think I want to feel as I write. Fuck, you're totally right. God
1: damn it. All right.
2: And I will say the antidote to that, in my experience, is when you really commit to writing your book in the way that you need it, when you commit to writing your book as a practice that serves you, you actually end up figuring out ways to navigate those emotions that are healthy and helpful uh, they don't feel great, but <laughs> um but my my uh, my the way I've developed is that I've realized that that is like the practice of writing memoir.
1: Yeah, no, that's that's a really phenomenal point. The, the only thing I would add to that is um, it's not it's easy. Yeah, no, actually, I don't have anything to add. You're right. I think it's really good. I think you covered it. All right, questions.
2: So uh, the first one, a lot of these are actually not to what we just covered. So if you have questions to what we just covered, please post them. I'll make sure to zero in on those first.
1: Right. This is not an open Q&A. If your question is, how do I edit my book? We're going to get to that in the editing section. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, Are we going to later cover legal concerns?
1: No, I'm not going to cover any of that. Uh, so there's a couple reasons. One is that this is a workshop on how to write your memoir. This is not a workshop on how to publish your or how to decide to publish your memoir. Uh, that is a totally different set of concerns. It covers all the things I, I just covered, but it's not the same ideas and it's not the same thing. And I'll be honest. Uh, This is my perspective and I could be wrong. I don't think you should worry about whether you're publishing or not until you've written it because until you've written it, you're just fucking bullshitting yourself and you will just look to find an excuse to not write it. And so like, we're going to do a workshop on making your publishing decision for a memoir. And I'm honestly not sure if we're going to make it public or not. Probably we will. But the way I want to do it, we're not going to charge for it. Because we don't charge for information scribe. We only charge for services and our time. Um, But uh, probably what we'll do is we'll gate it in a way where you have to, like, prove you've written your memoir. Uh, We don't have to look at it. Like, I'm not saying we read it. Because we don't read everyone's memoir unless you're paying us to. We're not reading your memoir. but um, uh, Because I don't want it to be an obstacle to people. Like, because you, you, the option to put this in a drawer or even delete it uh, is always there. And um, I'm a big believer that writing a memoir, which is probably, probably no, I had the benefits of uh, why write a book. Um, like, if you want to know why to write a memoir, go look at the, on the YouTube channel, the Scribe Book School YouTube channel, the video, why uh, should you write a book? And I really detail why it matters to write a memoir. And the th- the big thing I say is because your pain could be someone else's map and because it's the only way, it's the best way I know how to really understand yourself. It's not the only way. It's one of the best ways. And so uh, even if you decide not to publish it, even if your pain can't be someone else's map because you decide not to publish it, you still get an immense amount out of it. Um, but yeah, I, I don't, this is like one of those things where it's like, If someone's learning how to be a mechanic, you don't teach them, you know, like uh, the rules for NASCAR off the jump. You got to teach them what's a crankshaft or what's, you know, a cylinder. You got to start with the basics. And so we're starting with the basics.
2: So we have a few questions about the fear around writing about other people in your memoir. Can you speak to how do you write about loved ones uh, when you're worried? Uh, you know, Obviously, we said if you write just for yourself, it covers this. But dive a little deeper into how do you write about people that you love in your life?
1: I mean, okay. So the ne- I believe the next section is truth. So we're going to cover this sum in truth, uh, 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 speaking truth in your memoir. Now, actually, let, let's wait for that, Emily, because I think we're going to cover that there. But I will tell you, do not make a mistake about this process. Writing, writing a nonfiction book, what we taught last week, is pretty simple. Writing a memoir is dead-ass simple. I could make this a 30-minute instructional. Seriously. And you wouldn't get all the info, but like, if, if you just needed to know exactly what to do, I could put it on one sheet. You'll see. The memoir algorithm, we're going to do it two sections from now, so like in 30 minutes or 60 minutes. It couldn't be more simple. What you need to know to write a memoir is very simple. Now, it is extremely hard to implement it because of all the emotions and the stuff that comes up. Right, That's extremely difficult. But do not confuse the two things. Do not try and make this complicated. It is not complicated. If you're trying to make it complicated, it's a way of avoiding your emotions. That is what is going on. So every question you have about how do I write about my family is fucking answered right now. You're not writing it for them. You're not going to show this draft to them. So sit down and write it. You're going to show it if you show it to them, which is a big concern. And I'm not saying you'll make that decision later. You will edit it with that. You'll decide uh, uh, what you want to do. And then you'll edit it with that in mind. So Don't worry about it right now. It is an obstacle that, it's like worried about crossing a bridge you're not at yet.
2: And I know from writing my own memoir that there were certain things I initially didn't want to let myself write because I, like every good girl raised in America, like I had this fear around speaking ill of other people. And it was only after I let go of that and let myself write about what I truly thought and felt when I saw behavior from other people, um, and let myself dive into the emotions of that, that I realized that there were lessons that I learned that. I could totally wipe the circums- like I could wipe the circumstances of it away. I could decide not to tell other people the story of how I learned that thing, but that learning could come through so much more clearly. And I wouldn't have gotten there if I didn't let myself write the version that I definitely didn't want anyone else to see.
1: Yep, exactly, totally. So, so uh, this I'm telling you, it's dead simple. Just assume no one's ever going to see this for this draft. And by the way, no one will ever see this draft because you'll probably edit it at least once before you show it to anybody. So you're writing for yourself right now and you're making your decision. Even if you know, you know for a fact you're going to publish it, which is cool. It's just a simple mental trick. I am am writing this draft as if no one will ever see it so that I can feel completely free to say anything I want. uh uh uh, in any way i want that's it
2: this is an interesting question from Lobat. sorry if i'm butchering your name can a memoir be written in third person
1: (laughs) oh (laughs) i knew that uh, one would make you laugh uh, yeah
2: We're, we're not laughing, by the way, because it's a dumb question. We're laughing because uh, at least no, I, yeah.
1: Dumb is not the right. It is, it, I think I see all, I've seen all the ways the mental gymnastics people will go through to avoid emotions. And then it's like, you're like, oh, wow, I'd never seen that twist before. <laughs> no, uh-huh. I, Shockingly, no one has ever asked me if they could write their memoir in third person. Maybe okay. I'll tell you what: if you're Prince fucking William, you can. If you're fucking royalty, and you speak about yourself in the third person, like a fucking king, uh, <laughs> then you go ahead. But no, you can't write your memoir. Think about this. Imagine whoever, anyone. Imagine I met you at the grocery store, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like hey, you know, Tucker's kind of hungry. You're like, oh, really? Well, why doesn't he eat? Uh, Tucker, Tucker hasn't seen anything he wants to eat, and then we just had this long conversation about Tucker's emotions, and it took you five minutes to realize I'm Tucker. You, you would rightfully think that I was so fucked up in so many ways. Uh, there's like, there's a Seinfeld episode about this. Jimmy, ah, uh, Jimmy's feeling good today. Like, he keeps talking about himself in the third person. No, you cannot talk about yourself in the third person. When royalty does it, we laugh at them. If you're English, if you're the dude from the UK, go ahead, fine. But here in America, we don't have kings and queens. No, you can't.
2: Well, and just to reiterate, third person is a way to distance yourself, right? You don't have as much access to talking about the internal experience if you're writing about it from third person.
0: Thanks so much for listening to the episode. We hope you got a lot out of it. If you found this episode valuable, then definitely check out our free online workshops at scribebookschool.com. During the workshop, we'll teach you our exact step-by-step process for how to write, publish, and market your book. It's totally free and you can watch it right from the comfort of your home. Again, you can sign up at scribebookschool.com. And beyond that, you can support the podcast by subscribing, rating, and reviewing on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Stay tuned because we have a lot of good stuff coming on Scribe Book School.